Success in the New Retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. And this is the Success in the New Retirement podcast with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. My name is Mark Owens, and it's all powered by Acute Wealth Advisors. All the information, you can find it at successinthenewretirement.com. You know, we've been talking about goals and growing our portfolio, but I guess the question is, how much should you expect your portfolio to grow? What's that benchmark? Well, many people think it should be the stock market, but asset manager Penny Pennington told Yahoo Finance beaten the S&P 500 is not the benchmark that every person should be looking for in terms of the life that they want to live in retirement or before. What really matters is what you are trying to achieve in your life for the goals that you're seeking to accomplish. All right. So Damon, Matt, how exactly do you figure out the goals for your clients? Well, what she's saying in there is beating the, the S&P. If you're watching the headlines and you see, that, oh, the S&P made you know, 20% this year or whatever. To do that, to consistently beat the S&P 500, you must be taking the same type of risk that the S&P 500 has, which is 100% stocks in large cap and remain there through all the good and the bad. And for most retirees, that amount of risk is not something that most advisors would recommend for them, nor do any of them really want to experience the ups and downs that come with that, because there are some wild swings that we've seen in the stock market. Then you would be experiencing all of that if you're invested where you're trying to beat the S&P 500. Well, let's be honest, though. They want to experience those upswings. Well, Nobody right. Nobody wants sure. the downswings. Yeah, right. And then that's the, the unrealistic sometimes expectation, especially right now with the way the market's been. There, there is people that are like, man, I'm not getting this kind of risk. Right. Yeah. But they say that. But then, you know, and then on the flip side, you see just some of the volatility again. The, yep. You know, in September, we saw the market drop, you know, day after day and it was down three, four percent. And, you know, there's a lot of people that you know, would panic if they were watching their portfolio lose that kind of money in that short period of time. And then you just reverse back to, you know, during COVID, you go back, you know, 2000. I mean, there's multiple times. In fact, I was listening to this podcast and the guy was saying, he's like, you, we've also seen those charts where it's like if you would have bought a thousand dollars worth of Amazon stock in 19 you know 97 when it went went public you know what it would be worth today and what was funny about that he's like yeah but you know do you know how many people would still be holding it he's like most people unless they just completely fell under a rock never looked at their accounts they would have sold in the year 2000 mm. they would have sold in 2008 they would have sold in 2015 because there were these major sell-offs that had happened during that period of time and if your thousand dollars was now worth a hundred thousand dollars how many of you would be have the guts to be like nope it's gonna go to a million dollars i'm gonna mm -hmm. just let it go most people are like Heck no, I'm going to sell that. I'm going to take those profits and, you know, pat myself on the back because I made all this money. And so the likelihood of you being that person that had the fortitude to hold a stock like Amazon from its IPO to where it is today, not very many people could do that. Mm -hmm. And not very many people as they're in retirement can invest and capture and, and afford the risk that the full S&P 500, you know, would put them through. Now, that being said... Again, there's a balance between that. So when Damon and I sit with a client, we, we talk to them about that risk level. And a lot of clients, most of our clients are saying, you know what, I want to participate in the market, but I want some hedges against that. I want some steady growth in some other areas. And so most of our clients are in something where it's more of a 40-60 split or a 50-50 split, where we're putting some that's following like the stock market and the S&P 500 and you know, small and mid-cap stocks. But then we have 
other parts of that portfolio that are in real estate or gold and silver or in you know bonds and other things that are more consistent or provide an, a hedge against what the stock market is doing. And the bottom line with that is that's going to lower their overall return. But what it should also do is lower their overall volatility. Right. And that has two benefits. Number one, if they're withdrawing money out, it's going to have more consistent growth so they can more consistently take that money from an account that hasn't suffered a big loss. And number two, it's going to keep them emotionally strong. So again, if you want to be invested where you're not panicking every time the headlines come along and the market's down 2% here or 5% here or 10% there, you need some diversification so that you're not experiencing all those losses. And that's going to make you sleep better. It's going to allow you to spend during retirement. It's going to allow you to kind of take a deep breath and not freak out every time the market kind of does its thing. And so, you know, we're trying to manage the human motions and we're also trying to manage the actual math that comes along with withdrawing out of an account and having a more diversified portfolio in most cases for retirees is the way to go. We're talking about the end of the year and some of the things we need to be doing to our portfolio. Are there adjustments that we need to make? Do we have to have these done by December 31st to a pension account or to, you know, making some adjustments to our Roth? What do we need to do before the 31st? You know, um, yes, uh, there's there's a few things that you you need to be doing. Let's talk about Roth uh, here for a minute. Mm -hmm. The Roth IRAs, there's something that's called a conversion. Um, and then there's also your contributions. So the conversion part is what has to be done by the 31st of the month. And so uh, several years ago in 2010, they changed the laws and said anyone can take money from an IRA or 401k and convert it to Roth, which means that they're going to, let's say you took $10,000, that means you're going to have $10,000 more of taxable income, but you put it in a Roth that will now grow tax-free forever. Um, why would you do that? Well, we are at historic lows when it comes to tax brackets. And so if you are in that 12% tax bracket, your income is $106,000 or less, then you may be a very good candidate to be converting some dollars at what we think is going to be a very low rate, probably lower than what it will be down the road because our national debt is going up and taxes are likely going to go up. So that is something that has to be done by the end of the year. Any contributions you have all the way up till tax time to do. But Roth conversions are something that we're spending a lot of time on. We're kind of running out of time now. But, you know, it is something that if that that's a question you have, you should give us a call right away um, so that you can look at that because once the year ends, you no longer have that opportunity for this year. 480-680-6868, always online at successinthenewretirement.com. All right, Matt, what else should we look at before the end of the year? The one thing that we always tell people to do is start kind of putting that list together of what your assets are, what they're doing, and how they're being impacted by what's going on with the market because it might be have the opportunity to just make some adjustments. And one of the things that, that I think is unique, we've talked about this before, but like the Arizona State Retirement Fund, a lot of people have the ASRS pension, whether you're a teacher, a police officer, you know, work for the state or the county or one of the city governments. What the ASRS pension fund is doing right now is it, it they have said, and it's written in their language, that if we're running a deficit inside of that fund, you're not getting cost of living adjustments. And so again, Social Security is getting this 5.9% increase, but the ASRS pension is not being increased at all. So if you are going to be electing that pension or you have that pension, 
you'll see that it's not going to go up. You're not going to get this bump, even though a gallon of gas is more and milk's more and, and you know, bread's more, everything's more, your pension is not increasing. And so that should be kind of the wake up call to say, okay, what am I going to do if this stays this way and I don't get a cost of living adjustment on this pension for the next five years or 10 years or possibly never again? How am I going to position my other assets so I can give myself my own pay raise? And so Damon and I, we work with lots of clients that have ASRS pensions. And a lot of people didn't realize that they weren't going to get these cost of living adjustments. And so we, we try to educate and teach them how that works. And then we say, okay, what's our plan? Because again, we know retirement is going to be 20 or 30 years. How are we going to make sure that if this $5,000 or $3,000 that you're getting per month stays the same, what we know is a $3,000 a month pension is going to buy like $1,500 worth of stuff 20 years from now. So how do we get you an extra 1500 bucks so that you'll have $4,500 at that time so you can afford what everything costs at that time? And we put to start putting the plan together. And so if you're driving around, you got an ASRS pension and you're kind of going, oh my gosh, I didn't realize we didn't get these cost of living adjustments or we didn't, I didn't realize that, you know, social security is going to go up by almost 6% and my pension is going to stay flat. You know, what should I be doing? That's a reason to pick up the phone and, to, and start that discussion so that we can say, okay, how do we get you positioned so that as the new year comes along, if inflation continues, you're prepared? Because we know that, again, the inflation's always been around. It's just in the headlines right now because it's like double or triple what it normally is, but it's always going to be there. And we need to have a plan to keep your pension dollars or what that can currently buy for you right now. That needs to remain the same five and 10 and 15 years from now. So what do we do? Well, let's create a plan. Let's put some strategies in place. So if that never gets an increase, you're still going to be okay. A story that always pops up this time of the year about the 12 days of Christmas and the Christmas price index. And they talk about the song and they always demonstrate the yearly effects of inflation. So, you know, what are you telling your clients now that are calling up still with the fears of inflation? Because it's, it's pretty much it's not going anywhere just because we're going to roll into a new year. You know, it's certainly something that when you realize you're going to be going on a, on a fixed income, right? You're no longer adding to the pot. You're no longer working. Inflation becomes a lot bigger concern than all of us that are working, right? Yeah, we go to the gas pump and we're like, ah, you know, compared to last year, but we're still working and ideally your, your paycheck's going up and all those things. But then in retirement, your paycheck is coming from, you know, your bucket, is it going to go up? And, and that's always a question that people have. And the number one concern for retirees, according to AARP, for a number of number of years has been outliving their money. And so you have to have the conversation about longevity, how long you're going to live and inflation and how are you going to maintain that lifestyle? Because who really wants to, you know, have the lifestyle and all the things that they want to do decline over time? And, and yes, there is some reality to people not wanting to travel as much as they get older and doing some of those things. But that doesn't mean life becomes cheaper. Um, there's other things that become more expensive. And so you, you've got to build in a plan and really look at some things that is and talk about things that that people, you know, maybe have some misperceptions about, especially longevity. You know, I don't know how many, especially men come in and say, yeah, there's no way I'm living to be 95 years old. And we say, hey, we're going to plan as if you live that long. Mm -hmm. And they just look and they say, shoot me tomorrow. Right. But it was part of a good retirement plan. And with inflation being a, a headline right now, because it's been it's higher than it's been in a number, number of years, people are concerned. And especially retirees or people that are close to retirement looking at going on that income and creating that really need to understand how are you going to do that? And how are you going to utilize the different 
assets that you have, including Social Security and any pensions and and looking at what are things going to cost over time? How are we going to have our portfolios be able to sustain that getting growth, but also, on the other hand, having enough diversification to protect our portfolios as the markets go down because they are going to do that. And so, you know, if you're 50 or older and you're not, you haven't made some major shifts in how you're investing and preparing for retirement, haven't created that comprehensive plan, that's what you really need to do because the more time you have to look at that and plan, the better your plan's going to look over time, regardless of a hyperinflated year like this last year or a normal inflation of, you know, 3%. You've got to build all those things in and understand that all of the above is going to happen. You're going to have some times where inflation is is higher than others and other times where it's less, but it's going to average out over time. And, and yes, it's going to cost you more to buy that same gallon of milk or same gallon of gas over time. And so you got to build that in. Yeah. You know, I was talking to a client just the other day. We're doing an annual review before the end of the year, talking about some tax strategies. And they're like, yeah, you know, I was looking at my Social Security and I haven't seen that pay raise yet. I thought I was trying to figure out how much I was going to get. But they are also getting their bill for Medicare and they're seeing how much things have gone up there. And so he's like, yeah, great. I get a raise for Social Security, but the increase I'm going to be paying on my Medicare is going to wipe out most of that raise. And that's reality. We've seen that multiple times where there's like a 2%, 3% increase in Social Security, but then Medicare premiums go up by 5%. And so there goes a chunk of that raise, and it just goes to the deduction that they're taking out for Medicare. So to Damon's point, and, and I think this is becoming something that people are finally paying attention to, if your financial plan does not have some strategies to increase your income as you go through retirement. Again, like Damon was saying, retirement could be 20, 30, 40 years. If it doesn't have a strategy to increase and you're just relying on the, the cost of living adjustments you might get from Social Security, you're gonna be sorely disappointed because most of the cost of living adjustments that you get from Social Security end up getting chewed up with those increases that happen to Medicare. Mm -hmm. And so if you want to have money in your bank account and have it increasing in the amount that comes in at your paycheck increasing each year as costs go up, as, as a gallon of milk goes from two bucks to four bucks to six bucks to eight bucks, if you want to have extra money, you need to have some strategies in place to say, okay, this is how I'm going to take this 401k, this IRA. This is how I am going to turn that in to some pay raises along the way. These are the strategies I'm going to employ. This is how I'm going to have it growing. This is going to be how I'm going to diversify it. You need to have that kind of stuff in place because if you don't, what's going to happen is you're going to find that five years into retirement, 10 years into retirement, you're having to crunch those numbers and lower that budget each and every year because your purchasing power is going down and you don't have a plan. And then the mistake people make is they just said, well, I guess I'll just go take a big chunk from my, my 401k. And before you know it, that's starting to run low. And now they're 10 years into retirement and they're going, oh my gosh, I am going to run out of money. And that, that age old fear, the number one fear retirees have, it's becoming a re reality um, because you haven't had a plan. So yeah. if you're concerned about that, that's where we need to talk because that is one of the most important things. And again, you know, the silver lining in this high inflation is people are paying attention to it. It's, it's hit their radar. So what are you going to do about it? How are you going to fix that? Because inflation's always there. It's just a bigger deal right now, but it's going to still impact your financial plan five and 10 and 15 years ago. Do you have a way to, to offset that? Do you know how you're going to give yourself a pay raise? If you don't know for sure, if that's a question, there's some due diligence and some planning that needs to be done to make sure you're ready. Thanks for listening. 
Want more from Damon and Matt? Check out successinthenewretirement.com. And while you're there, drop us an email with your questions. Investment advisory services offered through Acute Investment Advisory, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through its affiliated company, Acute Wealth Advisors, LLC. Tax and or legal advice is not offered by either company or their affiliated companies. Consult with your tax and legal professionals for guidance on tax or legal matters. The information presented should not be viewed as personalized investment advice. All expressions of opinion are subject to change. We are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. 